Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 18th episode of the KCB Music Den. Mm. Wow. 18 already. 18. We're <laughs> legal. There we go. Today <laughs> we are... like we are born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are diving into the discography of Calabasas, California's very own Incubus. We are going to create our perfect albums together today. 12 tracks on two sides. Side A, side B concept, just like a regular vinyl record. For me, Incubus is a band that brings back a ton of memories. My introduction to this band was the old-fashioned way. Back in 96, 97, we didn't have the internet. You weren't, you know, inundated with uh, YouTube. Social media. The way I found out was through records, or, or should I say CDs at the time, yeah. where I would go through the liner notes of all the bands I was listening to, and they all kept mentioning, thank you, Incubus. Thank you, Incubus. And I kept saying, who the hell is Incubus? <laughs> so doing some research through papers and everything, I seen, hey, this band has an album coming out on September 9th on 1997 called Science. So I did what everybody did back then. I quickly ran to the wall and the mall mm. and placed an order for, you know, delivery on it. Now, uh, back then there was four, four, I think four stores in the mall. And then I used one across the street. Can you name the four stores well, in the mall? Was Sam Goody at the time? Sam Goody's one. The wall. The wall. Spencer's. No. No. Uh, not Spencer. Ah, uh, Jesus. Camelot. Oh, Camelot. Oh, Camelot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coconuts. Oh, yeah. And then CD Warehouse. There was five different... Oh, yeah, CD Warehouse. Yeah. Within a mile. Now you got one rack of CDs. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> An entire yeah. mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Terrible. <laughs> but yeah, so after stumbling across that, I mean, <laughs> you know, it ordered the album and it became part of my listening catalog at that point. Mm. The rest is history, as they say. I had a 1980 Pontiac Firebird with a sign sticker right across the back of the window. Wow. Yeah, I mean, driving around. And the funnest part was, in the year 2001, during the summer, my name was Brandon Boyd. I worked for the Pennsylvania State Department of Motor Vehicles, and we were not allowed to use our own names for safety precautions. So we had to pick our own names. And before Morning View came out, they were not a household name. So I thought, that's an easy name to remember, Brandon Boyd. So for, for a whole <laughs> summer, I was Brandon Boyd. So, so there's a fun fact about Bravo you may Bravo not know. Boyd. I wow. was Bravo Boyd for a whole summer. Um, we dedicate this episode to you. Yeah. So, so I, this is a band that obviously, you know, had a lot, you know, it meant a lot to me before. So yeah. Yeah. let's jump in here, guys, and see what we come up with. And Kilo, you're going to go first. All right. Great I, intro, buddy. Great. I, yeah, that was awesome. That's I didn't awesome. realize you were... Fun that, fact, huh? Yeah. yeah that, I, I realized that you were that big of a fan I got, already. I got fired three months in, so I wasn't brand new oh, yeah, yeah, long. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that just ruins the story. Well, they knew you had to go on tour, so yeah, they let you let's, go. Let's, yeah. let's, let's pretend that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. After science blew up. <laughs> that was a science experiment. All right. Well, I, I love Incubus. Um... I, I, for me, there's kind of a sweet spot of their career, um, which you'll be able to tell by the songs that I pick. <laughs> I think their last couple albums, generally speaking, are a little underwhelming for me. Um, but they're they're you know they're a strong band. They've got all the pieces there, and Brandon Boyd's a great singer, underrated lyricist in my opinion. Um, so my track one, gonna go to Morning View, okay, uh, from two thousand one. And I'm going to start it off with a song called Circles. Mm. Um, it's the fifth and final single from their fourth studio album. Now, Morning View has always been my favorite Incubus album. I've always said that. It's the only one I have on vinyl by the band. 
Um, but another album is actually going to end up giving Morning View a run for its money, and more on that later as, okay. I, as I make my picks. Um, now, this edgy, hypnotic riff kicks off my album well. Just terrific. Um, I love these lyrics. I saw you standing in my headlights. <laughs> blink, blink, blink. blink. <laughs> I thought I'd run you down for the weight you left on me. Instead, I pressed rewind, reversed, and drove away. And seeing you disappear in my rear view brought to me the word reciprocity. And those rolling tom drum fills that set up each chorus are absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, this is a real kick in the teeth, as I like to say, to start off my album. So, number one off of Morning View is Circles. Charlie. That's a great pick. Um, but it's not my first track. <laughs> oh, I thought but, you were giving me the eyeball. No, no, no. <laughs> we might see that song later, though. Uh, <laughs> something special, especially off Morning View. But um, for Incubus, for me, um, I actually really got into them for after Make Yourself came out. Um, mm-hmm. So 99 for me, mm-hmm. um, senior year of high school. Um, but I didn't know this until researching that they actually toured on OzFest mm-hmm. in 98, the year mm. before. Yep. So, you know, I don't really look at them as, as you know, that style of band. And I, I forget the, the, the bands that were also on. I think System of a Down was on that tour. But, um, you know, for a band that formed in Southern California in yep. 1991, to where they're at now, and it has nothing to do with Southern California other than that. You know, they do have definitely some some grooves and, you know, there is definitely some a little bit of a laid back feel in some of their songs. But, you know, they were all teenage friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of cool that they they all kind of collectively came together. And I mean, you know, funk metal, heavy riffs, psychedelic. I mean, you know, like you said, his lyrics. I mean, there's a lot of yep. poetry involved with his yeah. lyrics. Um, I've actually seen them three times in concert um, in 2004. The Vines opened up for them. If you guys are fans Ooh, of the Vines, yeah. Vines, man, what an electric band like live. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, of course, Incubus kicked ass on that show. And then I saw them in D.C. the same year um, with Ben Queller opening up oh, for wow. them. Wow. That's an odd opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting combination. Yeah, and then my favorite was their 2017 show, Judah and the Lion and Jimmy Jimmy Eat World opened up for them. Wow. Which, if you've never heard of J- Judah and the Lion, they are awesome, yeah. awesome band. Um <laughs> Really, though, what set, as well as Make Yourself coming out, really what got me into this band was They're Alive at Red Rocks in 2005. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Red Rocks show um, that they performed, and then they mm-hmm. did like a bonus CD, I think, with yeah. it. There was like five tracks that came with it. Yeah. Um, the visuals in that song were mm-hmm. so cool. Like, you know, you could press that like yeah. animated thing. I remember that. Would, yeah. Oh, it was really, really cool. Um, Definitely. And so the show opener at that concert, coincidentally, kicks off my album. Hmm. And that is a song off A Crow Left of the Murder. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for this song, I probably would have had Circles as my opening oh, track. So I'm feeling, I'm, yeah. feeling, I'm feeling you for, for uh, yeah. Circles. But yeah. for me, you know, as, as I love to do musical intros in my opening track, this song has a 1 minute 18 second musical intro. And it fucking kicks ass. And that's <laughs> Megalomania. Oh, wow. Great opener. Um, I love the bridge with the bass line and the repeat of You're No Jesus. You know, You're No mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And then the guitar start. But, man, poor Elvis. Like, I feel bad for Elvis. Yeah. Like, of all the people he, you know, is thrown out at, he, he picks Jesus and Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Man. 
Maybe but, it's Elvis Costello. No, yeah. no, it, it could be. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> and Brandon said about this song and about this album, he, he said he, he always appreciates when lyrics are distinct enough that you can tell generally what's going on and appreciate it, but vague enough that you can apply your own meaning to it, mm. uh, which I think is very, yeah. very true, especially for there. And if you've seen the video for this song, this video is fucked up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, perfect opener for, in my opinion, Megalomaniac off of Crow Left to the Murder. Robert, what you got? <clears throat> well, I'm going to steal already. Already? Already. Charlie, great pick. Megalomaniac is not only one of the best openers on theirs, but it's one of the best openers I've ever heard on any album. You put it in, yes. yeah. and that build up, and you're just yes. like, hell yeah, here it yeah. comes. Yeah. Yeah. Great start. Yeah. Um, Megalomaniac means a self-exaltation. It's to be crazy for big things. Um, it's about power-crazed people. A lot of what I've been reading about Incubus when doing research is a lot of the shit they're right now fits what's going on in the world now. Oh, yeah. Which is it's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, like, I like the lyrics. If I were your appendages, I would open your eyes so you would see that all of us are heaven sent and there was never meant to be just one. Just great. Yeah. So, yeah. with you on that one, Charlie. Good Where do stuff. you go? So no one's going to call me out for ruining the trifecta here? Well, I mean, you know, no, you're, you're big already, circles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. You're in a band called Shame. I figured you already felt it, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. <laughs> I'm loving all the Shame references lately, by the way, on the KCB Music Den podcast. That was a stinger, and we're doing police. <laughs> <laughs> Now, by the way, folks, don't be confused. I was not in that very successful punk band from the UK called Shame. I'm in the band... From Pennsylvania, <laughs> that did more melodic pop rock. So right. check us out, Brighter Than Gold. It's a good absolutely album. big difference. Yeah. Yes. Now, but thanks for the shout. Out. <laughs> um, so my number two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to the Make Yourself album. Oh uh, hmm? yes. From 1999, and I'm going with the opening track from that album, a song called "Privilege." Mm. Yep. Um, now, this was not one of the three massively successful singles from this album, but I always found it to be a standout track on the album. Um, now I looked up it was interesting in my research they said that Make Yourself the album has been described as four different styles some people call it new metal that N-U metal Mm -hmm. Um, some people call it alternative metal some people call it alternative rock and some people call it funk rock Mm -hmm. and as we know it's all four Mm -hmm. Um, now this album is the one that possibly now ties with Morning View for me as my favorite Incubus album as you'll see as this unfolds here um, I love how the verse breaks down and the pre-chorus harmony on Find Yourself a Back Door. I mean, it's just so good. Um, and the chorus is just a great example of Brandon Boyd's lyrics, um, often looking at the big picture of life when he sings, The day you were born, you were born free. That is your privilege. Mm-hmm. Great song. Great song. Um, so my number two off of Make Yourself is Privilege. Charlie. All right, so I'm going to Morning View, and I'm stealing from you, buddy. Oh, my track too. Like I said, yeah, if if it wasn't going to be Megalomaniac, it was going to be Circles. So whatever it means to you, I figured you know, (laughs) I want to keep the momentum of of Megalomaniac because again, Incubus when they're great is when they're rocking, Mm -hmm. and when they're you know, like you said, punching in your teeth. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to keep the the momentum going. So yeah, I went with Circles. Nice. Um, And you picked the same. I I saw you say in my headlights. But I love the build-up in the intro of the song, and then oh, yeah. it does. It, the song just rocks. But then I also love that they slow it down at the bridge. You yeah. know, it kind of has that little, like, you mm-hmm. know... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I think that really 
if it was if if it, they didn't do that, I don't know if that would set this song apart yep. and maybe you know allow me to have it on my album. But yeah, yeah, it's circles a great, great for bridge, me. Yeah. Track two uh, off Morning View. Bravo, what you got? Nice. Well, I agree with you in the fact that I had to keep the tempo up after something like Megalomaniac. Yep. So and this is where you go. Yeah, I think this is where I'm going to differ from you two a lot. Is I'm going to go backwards a lot. For me, Science was a fantastic, underrated, mm-hmm. unique album that I can't compare any other album that's out there with that album. It's yeah, funky. Yeah, yeah, it's got the metal. It's just it sounded like nothing else when it came out. Yeah. And a certain shade of green just Ooh, runs right through it. Nice. Um, this is a song. It's about procrastination, obviously. He mentions 2012 AD, which was when they all thought the world was ending back then. They, yeah. they thought, you know, are you going to sit around until 2012 AD? What are hmm. you waiting for? A certain shade of green? Just <laughs> fantastic, um, you know. And I felt, again, like like Charlie said, it rolls nice. you got to keep that pace mm-hmm. up. And I really love the science era, so you'll see that a couple times. Good stuff. Nice. nice. Yep. Great song. All right. Well, my number three. Yeah. I'm going to the album... Monuments and Melodies from 2009. Now, I have to thank Charlie for this, because until he brought it up, it it kind of slipped my mind that this is not just a greatest hits collection, but it also contains a few new songs for the band. And that's where I found this new song at the time for them, a song called Look Alive. Uh, Now, it's very up-tempo. It's a very high-energy song. Um, I'm surprised this didn't end up making on a proper studio album, but it was a standout on this collection. Uh, now, the band must think highly of this song, too, because they named their 2007 live concert DVD, Look Alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the lyrics here in the song. A picture says with sight what we can't say with words, but you've been walking eyes to feet in dark sunglasses. A picture will survive, so smile and look alive. The camera lens is opening, the wider angle's yours. <laughs> Yeah, I just this is a this is a nice gem, I think. Um, and thanks to Charlie for um, reminding me that Monuments and Melodies was not simply just a, a greatest hits collection at the time for the band. So my number three is Look Alive. Okay, Charlie, over to you. All right, so I'm going to go to Make Yourself, um, which I think all of us will probably go to at some point. <laughs> go will, make yeah. yourself. <laughs> make but I think this is probably my favorite song. Um, or a close second off this album, um, and again, just a, a, a unique song with you know the the um, record scratching with the guitars, mm-hmm. you know the manic singing and the drumming in this song, and that's pardon me. Oh, I, I thought that's right. I mean, yeah. this is just an like an anthem. It really yep. is. That's uh, it. Yeah. And what's cool though, or, or what I forgot about, was the acoustic version of this song is really what got them mm-hmm. radio play. That the electric version didn't really take set off, or you know, didn't take off like yeah. they wanted it to. Yeah. But when they started playing it, I guess at radio stations to, when yeah. they were doing like the you know radio yeah. station tour, they were doing this song acoustically, and that's kind of what you know took it to this next level. But lead singer Brandon Boyd said he was inspired to write the song after making a connection between images of spontaneous combustion in a magazine and some turmoil in his life, both good and bad. Namely, coming back from a tour to find out that his girlfriend of seven years had been cheating on him, mm. and that both his grandmother and a close friend of his of his had died. Mm. So, um, you know, obviously an emotional song for yep. him, but yeah, I mean, just a a unique and just rocking, rocking song. And uh, yeah, for me, number three, pardon me, off make yourself. Bravo, what you got? Well, I'm also going to go to make yourself. Uh, all right, and I'm going with the title track, make yourself. 
Oh yeah. Um, this album was a fantastic album as well. Like you said, it is definitely way up there. Yeah. Um, I bought this album at Young Ones in Millersville. Do you remember that? Oh, store? of course <laughs> I do. I went to Millersville. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to got to shout out these old record stores that I miss yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, but that's where I bought this record. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. But um. The, I found it fascinating at the beginning of the song Brandon Boyd is actually singing through Mike Eisinger's guitar pickups oh yeah that kind of explains that sound yeah um, so I mean that was unique but they always did experiment which you gotta love that about them yeah uh, lyrically if you let them make you they'll make you paper mache at a distance you're strong until the wind comes then you crumble and blow away hmm. Brandon's very good with the lyrics so very introspective I thought that was great so number three ready for number four Kilo That's great uh, pick well, Charlie, I'm going to have to ask you to pardon me <laughs> while I steal from you already. Nice. So my number four is there Pardon Me from Make Yourself. Um, I distinctly remember this being the first song I'd ever heard by the band Incubus. Actually, really? I called them a little later in the oh, game. Oh, wow. Um, and then I went back, of course. But um, yeah, this song, I mean, like you said, that unique approach in the verse, the way he sings that and everything kind of breaks down and falls apart and comes back together for that explosive chorus. Mm. It really caught my attention. Um, and you touched on a lot of the, the background of the song. Uh, I will just add also that this album, Make Yourself, was produced by Scott Litt, who's best known for his work with R.E.M. He produced oh. several of the R.E.M. albums uh, right in the row there. So, yeah, number four, Pardon Me, Charlie. Mm. Well, so, you know, I, I started off like, it, like you know, as, as we said, with Megalomaniac, Circles, Keeping the Momentum Going, Pardon Me, Still mm. Like a Rocker. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like this is kind of like their magnum opus, and that's Six Sad Little World off of Car Left to the Murder. Ooh. This song is like seven minutes long. It just freaking kicks ass. And my favorite lyric opens the song. No, you're not the first to fall apart, but always <laughs> the first one to complain. complain. Mm-hmm. Man, what a dig. Yeah, it is a great, yeah. great lyric. But yeah, I mean, this song sonically, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Guitar, I mean, guitar freakouts, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and again, the home run hitter in 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 track four for me, six sad little world off of her left to the wow, perfect. Nice. Yep. Well, for my home run spot at number four, we're gonna have our first trifecta of the day because I'm hitting part of me as well. Yeah, oh, nice. there it is. So, there it is. And Another, early too. Yeah, yeah. That's impressive. That's probably the earliest we've had. Let's have it on side A. Three. Both, all yep. three of us. Yeah. So for me, you guys, again, this has been covered two times already. But <laughs> lyrically, I love like like Charlie was saying about him seeing the images in the book. He directly puts it in his lyrics where he yeah. says, Now, two days ago, I was having a look in a book, and I saw a picture of a guy fried above his knees. I said, Oh, I can relate, because lately I've been thinking of combustication as a welcome vacation from the burdens of planet Earth. And he says that 600 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. And it's really hard yeah. to say it's slow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It does want to run out. Yeah, but you want to be on the same cadence as he does. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. So, yeah. yep, that song deserves to be a trifecta. So. Absolutely. It absolutely does. Number five, Kilo. All right. Number five, boys. Well, Bravo's going to be happy to hear that I'm going to the album Science. I am happy to hear that. All right. And I'm going with a song called Summer Romance, Anti-Gravity Love Song. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, This is by far my favorite song on that album. Um, Now, I did find that Science, the band, I don't know if they were joking around or not, but (laughs) several members of the band were quoted as saying that Science, the acronym, because you notice when it's on the album, it has a period after each Mm -hmm. letter. It's not just the word Science. So I always wondered, what, what does that mean? I don't know either, so I'm excited now. Well, according to the band, it means sailing catamarans is every nautical captain's ecstasy. <laughs> wow. I don't know if they're messing with us or not, but 
but it's cool. Um, now, this song has a great use of percussion, like a lot of Incubus songs mm-hmm. have. Um, yes. There's an effect that's, that sounds like a scratchy vinyl record throughout the verses when he sings the verses, mm-hmm. and then it's pulled away in the chorus. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems silly to point out something this small, but it actually really, it's prominent in the mix, and it really it works in the song for me. They use a shaker, that percussion Shit, instrument. Okay. Yeah. They use it in the chorus, and it just it's really cool. They have it high in the mix, mm-hmm. and it just works. Uh, the chorus harmony is sick. Oh, yeah. Anti-gravity. And a lot of it's just holding one note yep. across, which like Wilco did in that one song mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. did for them. I love when they do a harmony you don't expect. Yep. Um, and there is an amazing saxophone solo in the song, played by Jeremy Wasser. So hats off to you, sir. Absolutely love the song. So number five is Summer Romance, parentheses, anti-gravity <clears throat> love song from Skyance. 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 Over to Scarly. I mean, excuse me, Charlie. So my track five, <laughs> I'm actually going back to Make Yourself. Um, and so I, I read this story about Brandon Boyd, and I thought this was fascinating. This was right around the time uh, of when Make Yourself had come mm-hmm. out. And so he said he remembers being in an airport kiosk getting a pack of gum. And he was on the cover of a magazine called Seventeen, which, you know, back then yeah. in those yeah. times, like magazines were big. Like it's yeah. not as big as they used to be. And he said he was standing there and he saw it. And this one middle-aged guy looked at it and then looked at me and he goes, hey, is that you? And Brandon said, yeah, actually, I think so. (laughs) And he goes, hey, everybody, look, it's the guy on the cover of this magazine. (laughs) He totally called him out in public, right? He said, then people started to surround him and began buying it and they had me sign it. He said a lot of them didn't even know who I was or what I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It was just that in America, we have a weird celebrity worship culture. <sighs> There's a darkness to it that's a little weird. It is. That is and weird. I, hearing that story, like it just really, really resonated yeah. with me. And like it is. That is a very, very true statement. And I feel bad that he is in that position that that has to happen to him. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon, I apologize. But to go back to that, to that album, the track five for me... Um, one of my favorite songs, and and again, I've talked about this in other podcasts where it's one of my mixed CD songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This song is is it, just because it's so unique. Again, and that's the warmth. Oh yes, man, this song. Love I I, yeah. I love the sound yeah. effect. I love the eerie kind of sound effects in the beginning. The drumming in the song mm-hmm. is good, so good. And my favorite lyric, and I'm gonna sing, please. So don't let the <laughs> world bring you down. Not everyone here is that fucked up and cold. Oh, man. Remember why you came and while you're alive. Experience the warmth before you go old. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Such a great song. And again, I, I wanted to still keep the momentum going. But the warmth kind of slows it down a little bit, and that kind of felt, or that kind of set me up nicely for my track six. So nice. the warmth, number five, off Make Yourself. Bravo, what you got? Beautiful. Well, Charlie, me and you are really connected when it comes to Incubus. Yeah, man. For the fifth song of my album, it's the third one that you've already had. <laughs> so that's impressive on yeah, its own feet. Wow. It's Six Sad Little World. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It reminds me of Nashville. I drove from Pennsylvania to Nashville with... A friend of mine, Rachel, who you know. Yeah, Rachel. We uh, took a ride, and she was playing acoustic guitar and learning all the songs from oh, she's a huge Crow Left the Murder yeah. as we, uh, nice. it had just come out, and we put it in the CD player, and she was playing along, and we drove the whole way to Nashville. So That's awesome. Every time this album's on a picture of Nashville in my head, but um, it was <laughs> this song is fascinating because it was written about Dirk Lance, the bassist, 
all the way up who was in the band all the way up till Morning View. Right. Yep. So lyrics like you mentioned earlier is the same ones I had written here. Um, you're not the first to fall apart, but always. And I was just like, man, what a damn dig he's taking at that bass player. That it's a it is a dig, like you said. Absolutely. So, yeah, number five, six, that little world. So good stuff. And later on in their career, didn't they have a song called Dig? Yeah, they got flight they grenades. Did. Yeah. Yep, they did. Um, well, shout out to Rachel. She's a great musician, <laughs> and I know between the two of us, we're going to yep. make sure she listens to this podcast. Yeah, oh, sure. She'll create her own perfect album. I'm sure she's a huge fan. Yep. Good um, stuff. So, uh, I'm closing my side A, right? You are. My number six. So sad already. Yeah. Well, we're moving along here. It's all right. Um, I'm going to go to Morning View. Nice. And this has always been... This may be my favorite Incubus song. Okay. Period. Hmm. So, I'm closing out my side A. My track six is Warning. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's no doubt that this song was going to be my perfect album. And it works out well to close my side A. Um, I love how the song starts with the vocals in right away. It's yeah. really cool. And as the title suggests, this tells the story of a girl who has let life pass her by, and she calls out to warn others not to suffer the same fate. Um, the song just has great dynamics. It's just a brilliant piece of songwriting, yeah, in my opinion. It is. And my favorite lyrics come in the bridge. Floating in this cosmic jacuzzi, we are like frogs oblivious. To the water starting to boil. No one flinches. We all float face down. <laughs> oh man. And he says that really slow too, the we all float face down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's like it like trails off. Yeah. And throughout that bridge when he's singing that it has like those scratchy noises. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. 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 So um brilliant. So yeah, my number six may be my favorite Incubus song ever, and that's Warning. That's a great song. Yep. Thank you, Charlie. Good stuff. All close, right. Close out your side A? Yeah, so my track six, um, like I said, the warmth kind of slowed it down a little bit from Six Sad Little World. Um, but again, I, and I'm going to go back to Morning View as well. Uh, this oh, yeah. song, it, it just, I guess this is probably the most Southern California song that they do um, that reflects their hometown, and that's Are You In? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a funky groove. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. And, yeah. and actually, Brandon said in an interview that this song was born from the start of a jam in the house on Morning View following an argument the band had. He said someone started the groove, and without talking, each member joined in one by one. Brandon said that w- then he went around the room with his microphone, pointing to his bandmates and singing, It's so much better when everyone is in. Oh, wow, <laughs> As, like, a reflection yeah. of his vote, right? So, yeah, oh, that's and, so cool. Yeah, yeah. And he said, are you in, right? Yeah, are you playing? But that's yeah, awesome. I love the atmospherics in the beginning and the drum kicks mm-hmm. in. And then that really kind of sets the, the song off. Um, but yeah, again, kind of like Duran Duran where I went with a little bit, you know, kind of misdirection or, or like, um, you know, departures from them. This was definitely a departure yeah. for them. Um, so, yeah, to close out my track or to close out my side A, I felt like a really nice closing song. Are you in off Morning mm-hmm. View? And I love that. Absolutely. It's just yeah. so cool. Yeah. yeah, it just floats, man. Groovy, yeah. Yep. Bravo. Bravo, what you got? Close it out. For my number six, now, I'm going to stay up tempo a lot on my album. Yeah. Because that's the Incubus is to me. It's an Incubus yep. album. Uh, you're not going to see a lot from me on the last, anything past maybe like grenades. I mean, to me, the magic was gone. I don't hate the busted for you Incubus fans, but it just ain't there no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with number six, New Skin from Science. Nice. Mm. Um, Boyd says, I attribute a scab to the present state of society. The way a scab looks in the worst state, it's gross and chaotic and horrible. 
When it breaks away, there's a brand new piece of skin that's stronger than before. Hmm. It's creation, and it's and it's no longer chaos. And then lyrically, he puts it in there. He, you know, it is a circle. There's a plan that skin will already will atrophy itself and start again. I just thought, you know, again, great lyrics, great writing, fits today's you know climate again. So number six, dead skin. Wow. There's skin again. We had skin <laughs> trade on the Duran Duran yep. in last week. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's great. All right. So, quick side A recaps, boys. Uh, my side A for Incubus Perfect album picks. Circles. Privilege. Look Alive. Pardon Me. Summer Romance. Anti-Gravity Love Song. And Warning. Charlie. I had Megalomaniac. Circles. Pardon Me. Six Sad Little World. The Warmth. And are you in? I had Megalomaniac. A Certain Shade of Green, Make Yourself, Pardon Me, Six Sad Little World, and New Skin. All right. So I'm starting to start side me here, boys. Flip it over. Flip it over. Put the needle down on the record for side B, and I'm going to try to recreate this. I practiced this. I hope it sounds as good as it did the other day. <laughs> you, you hear this when you start my side B. <laughs> It was on mute. No. No. Just a phase. Oh, yeah. I probably didn't sing it right then. (laughs) No, no, I knew it was. Yeah, it was. Nice. It actually sounded better the other day. (laughs) Anyway, but um, so just a phase off Morning View starts my side B. Number seven. So there's back-to-back songs off Morning View on my perfect album because I had Morning as my sixth. Uh, This song works perfectly to open my side B because it's got that two-minute and 22-second musical intro. Charlie, you know that? yeah. Uh, technically, there are no vocals in the outro. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Technically, there are vocals in the outro, but there's no lyrics sung yet. Where he goes, mm-hmm. he does all that. Oh, right. oh. You know. um, now, this musical intro is the most creative moment of the band's career, in my opinion. Um, I absolutely love how the song slowly builds to what you think will be a loud chorus at the end of that first verse, and then it breaks down again into another verse. Mm-hmm. It's just a phase. Mm-hmm. Yep. It will be over soon. Yeah, it's just a. It breaks back mm-hmm. down again. Yeah. You expect it to explode. And they tease the hell out of you as the listener, making you wait until the 4 minute and 22 second mark of the song for that big payoff, yeah. that brilliant chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and my favorite lyric of the song, you are a fingernail running down the chalkboard I thought I left in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Boyd. My hat's off to you. Number seven, just a phase off Morning View. Charlie, flip All over right. your vinyl. I'm flipping over my vinyl, and I'll tell you, I'm going to steal from you, Kilo. Um, maybe my favorite song of theirs, and I don't know why I put it as my opener. Maybe because I it just didn't feel natural anywhere else on my track or on my side B. But that's warning off of hmm. Morning View. Nice. I, I love this song. Oh my god. I, yeah. And there's not really much else to say other than like uh, what you said, but. Yeah, just a great, great song. Emotional lyrics. Um, he really, really strong singing on this song too. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I love, I love how they can keep a rhythm going and then slow it down for just like 10, 15 seconds and then build it back up. And that's really kind of what makes them like unique amongst other bands. Like it's just how they they mix up their rhythms. Um, but yeah, warning, great chorus. Um, yeah, so my side B starts off with warning. Off Perfect. morning view. Nice. 
A warning for side B. <laughs> there we go. Here comes side B. There comes side B. <laughs> oh. Bravo. So my number seven is going to be the, the the song from the furthest into the, the discography I'll go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is Anima Molly from Light Grenades. Nice. Um, it comes from the, uh, how do they say this? It's from Anomaly. Yeah. So he broke it down oh, using, yeah. you know, some mm-hmm. cute wording there. But it, lyrically, Boyd says it's about the lament about the perfect woman in his mind's eye. Um, and when I asked about writing the song, he basically said, like, all the upbeat rockers the band has, it came quick and effortless, effortlessly, which I thought, boy, that must be nice. You know, just yeah. quick and effortlessly, you know, just put out songs like that. But for me, it was about flow. I thought it sounded a really good opening. I had a couple that I was fighting with to put on there, but I figured I'd slide this one in since I didn't have anything else from like grenades that I would go ahead and put it in. So for me, Animalia at number seven. There you go. Nice. Good stuff. It's a great rocker, too. It is a great That's rocker. That's a punch in the face, Yeah. Too. In fact, it's my number eight. Nice! No, is it? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I just, I love this song. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the standout track on Lake Grenades. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's got that awesome metallic guitar tone to start yep. the song off. And I love the unique melody in the verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's got the great chorus harmony. Um, and you already talked about the anomaly, yep. the play on the words there. It's like... Um, the girl's name is Anomaly. Yeah. Anomaly. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah. Um, I love the way he sings that in the chorus, too. It's so cool. Um, and Brandon Boyd said, related to this song, that people have their idea of the perfect mate, but it doesn't exist. They should experience a human being for what they are mm-hmm. and not what they think they should be. Back to the an- Anomaly reference. So, yeah, I, I think this song kicks major ass. <laughs> um, so, my number eight is Anomaly. Anomaly. I can't say it. <laughs> See, that's hard. <laughs> Anomaly. <laughs> it's not so hard. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, my track eight, um, after starting off with warning, flowed really, really nicely. Um, and I will say, I don't understand why Incubus fans are not big fans of If Not Now When. I think that album is great. Uh, I really, really like this album, and you're going to hear more than one song. But my first song off this album is Promises, Promises. Oh, it was a hit for them. Man, it's just a great pop song. I love the, again, I love the chorus, strong vocals on on this song. Um, Yeah, I really, really like this song. And maybe, again, it's maybe not a popular pick, but I, for me, it's just a great song, and it fit nicely after um, "Warning." So, promises, promises. Off. <laughs> if not now, when? So, probably that. Eight. If not now, when is an album that didn't sit too well. Uh, but see, here's the thing. I'm glad he picked it because I like to hear other people's opinion and go, "Okay, see, yeah. this fits mm-hmm. somewhere with somebody." To me, anything after "Like Grenades," if that would have been where they started their career, they'd have day jobs as working in, in grocery stores right now. The albums to me just don't resonate. Not even resonate. I, I don't see how they would get on the radio. I don't see how. Just not the same for you. They, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. right now they because of their previous albums, Morning View, and all those. Yeah, you might hear promises, promises, but if that was their first album, would that have ever gotten anywhere? Interesting point. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know that it would have. Yeah, yeah. So we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> they were already incubus. I would say lucky for them. It, you know, it wasn't their first album because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It might have been, it might have been troublesome. That's why I love the yeah, you know, the different yep. opinions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. But go ahead, Brian. So for my number, my number eight. It's actually the very first song I ever heard from Incubus. As you heard in my uh, intro, I bought Science at the Wall. Mm-hmm. You know, special order. They said, hey, it's here. Come pick it up. The very first track I heard was Redefine. 
So imagine yeah, the first time you ever hear Incubus, you have no clue what it's going to sound like because there's no YouTube. There's no, you, yeah. you have no clue what this is even going to, you know, anything about it. And the first lyrics you hear are, imagine your brain is a canister filled with ink. Yeah, now imagine your body is the pen where the ink resides. You fuse the two, kapow. What are you now? You're the human magic marker. Won't you please surprise my eyes? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Shit. But, yeah. but I was like, okay. And you had the, the bass and the groove. what now? <laughs> and you, yeah, it was just like, this is not like anything I've ever heard. You might have to repeat that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, number eight, redefine. Wow. All right, cool. Well, might not be a surprise that for my number nine, I'm going back to Morning View. Mm. And... This is the song I attempted to play on guitar uh, at the yeah. beginning of this podcast, and that's a song called Mexico. Mm. Um, Good song. It's the fourth song on my perfect album from Morning View. Will it be the last, though? We'll find out. <laughs> um, it's an understated, beautiful acoustic ballad. It's got a great, simple string arrangement, and Boyd's vocals shine, not having to compete with a wall of sound like he usually has to do with their mm-hmm. music. Um, a song like this highlights the diverse styles on this album that make it my favorite Incubus album. It's uh, getting to be a time to make yourself, but I'll still put it number one. Um, and I love the lyrics. You could see me reaching, so why couldn't you have met me halfway? You could see me bleeding, but you could not put pressure on the wound. Beautiful. This song is basically just acoustic guitar, strings, and Mr. Boyd. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, number nine, Mexico. Charlie. Well, I'm going to go with a beautiful song as well. Okay. Uh, and that's, I'm going to go back to Make Yourself. And uh, this, other than Pardon Me, this is probably my favorite song off this album. And that's I Miss You. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Okay. This song. <laughs> emotional. Very, very, very emotional. Much, yeah. um, my favorite lyric is, I see your picture. I smell your skin on the empty pillow next to mine. You've only been gone 10 days, but already I'm wasting away. I love the slowdown and the tempo of the song. Mm-hmm. I love how he holds on to the, I miss you. You know, he holds on <laughs> yeah. to the you. Um, and yeah, I, you do something to me <laughs> that I can't explain. <laughs> Nice. So it would I be out of line if I said I miss you. Perfect. That yeah, was song perfect. Is so good. Gosh, that, that song that, is that so good. That may be the most emotional performance was, you've ever oh, given. Man, man. It's such a good song. Yeah. Um, definitely like when I did this album, mm-hmm. this was one of the songs that I knew was gonna be on my on my twelve. Let me ask so you, do you song. lyrically in that song, do you take it as and I haven't researched or anything but yeah. do you take it as the end of a relationship or that she actually passed away like, what's your feeling on that I think it's just that that I think he he misses the thought of her so mm-hmm. I don't know if that means that she's passed away yeah. but that's kind of how I look at yeah. it like yeah, you know, I was that, never sure. That she's not there yeah. with him there at the moment that, yeah. she's, that he's singing but yeah interesting yeah okay yeah Man, cool good song. Hmm. great pick yeah. bravo yeah. what you got bravo well, I guess we're up to number nine now, aren't we? Yeah. Jeez. Okay, for my number nine, this is where I'm going to go curveball. This is a out of the box. So, again, remember, I got science. And at that point, it was, well, what else is there from these guys? And so I had to look around. And, well, there was an album called Fungus Among Us. Mm. So let's go check that out. And it was not good. It was a band trying to 
finer feel, but there yeah, was yeah, a yeah. fun song on there. It was just funk, upbeat. Brandon's singing like a crooner. And I thought, dear God, I hope Charlie hears a song. And somehow this ends up on him, so I want to hear him sing this shit. <laughs> and it's called You Will Be a Hot Dancer. And it's just oh, a funk, man, upbeat yeah. song where it's, it's just... a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> turntables. There's a break beat in it. It's got that little peppy chorus, but... In the verse, Brandon's just singing like Frank Sinatra. Just nice. that deep voice cut out. Short song or is it? A, it's like a three minute song. Okay, it's, right. it's got a little. But I thought, man, this—he just sounds like Charlie here, singing man. along, just enjoying it. And it's got a fun, you know. Let's get this Marmaduke naked. He sings at one point. It's like, what's <laughs> he singing about? You know? Wow. But yeah, perfect. I thought, you know, that'll, that'll be a fun little break in my album there. Yeah. To put on a little. All right. You'll be a hot dancer. So number nine. Purple right. Bravo. Yeah. yeah. Got a little fungus among us in there. <laughs> it's the middle of your side piece. Yeah, you're yeah. good. You're yep. good. Yeah. Well, Bravo is a fun guy, folks. <laughs> That's true. Oh, mushroom puns. What the mm. hell is the world coming to? All right. So, my number 10. Oh. This might be a surprise. Mm. I'm going to an EP the band released Hey-o. called Trust Fall Side oh, A yeah, yeah, from yeah. 2015. Mm-hmm. I think this song is fantastic. And it's a song called Absolution Calling. Uh, now, the EP was released before the band's most recent full-length album called 8, as we know. Um, to me, this song is better than anything on 8, like, by a mile. Um, the musical intro sounds like a Muse song, so you would nice. like that, Charlie. Yeah. Um, now, the song evolved from a bass riff that came from a jam session that the band uh, had while lead singer Brandon Boyd was on vacation in Bali. So then hmm. they came back and wrote the words for it. Um, now, I have to tell you all, folks, I actually had... The song Pistola oh. from A Crow Left of the Murder in this spot. Oh. But when I remember that the band had these two Trustfall EPs, I went back and listened, and this song knocked Pistola right off my list. Mm. Um, now, I love the call and response vocals throughout the song. Untie, a little bit dies, a little each time, the medicine smile. So it's like this thing that's kind of in the background after he sings the main melody and, and lyric. It's like this chanting kind of thing that mm-hmm. happens afterwards. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think this is an underrated gem of, of this band. So my number 10 is Absolution Calling. Good Charlie, over to you, buddy. All right, so I'm Good going to yeah. finally touch on Monuments and Melodies. Oh, as, right. you know, of course, if I'm going to you know, let you know about it. <laughs> and I'm surprised. It was either this song or, or the song that you yeah. picked. I felt like we're the strongest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you did take look alive but mm-hmm. I went with Punch Drunk mm-hmm. I think this is probably their closest Radiohead-esque song mm-hmm. that they do um, so of course you know I'm going to be all about that <laughs> there you go and I really feel like Brandon's vocals on this song are very very strong I mean sonically this song is brilliant um, the guitars really have an intensity in this song um, and I don't know if it's just how it how it's played or just just how it comes out in the song or you know like how it's mixed in yeah. the song, but yeah. um, and it basically is is about wandering the streets wasted, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and trying to find you know your way home and trying to to you know grasp the situation that you've put yourself into. So really, really strong song, and I guess this was recorded during the Light Grenade session. So yeah, it right. makes sense after hearing Light Grenades that this song could have been on that. But yeah. I'm glad that mm. they did it, you know, and it was um, recognized on the yeah. B side album. But yeah, Punch Drunk, uh, my track ten. Uh, off Monuments and Melodies. Bravo, nice. what you got? We covered them. Well, for me, I'm finally going to hit Morning View. Mm-hmm. As you guys can tell, I've been oh, I didn't even know down yeah. in the, in the you know, earlier stuff, which is my wheelhouse. But yeah. this song Ooh. kept my up-tempo rocking going. And I, if you would ask me out of all the tracks I had on here, other than the uh, 
the last curveball I threw. Which one would not have been a trifecta? This is the song I would have said, and shockingly it is, because it's Circles. Oh, I yeah. would not have expected that, but it kept my up-tempo rocking album going. Mm-hmm. Nice. I thought it was one of the highlights on Morning View. Yep. Absolutely. And um, to me, it sounded different than the rest of Morning View. I mean, it had more of the earlier feel of it. Yep. And I literally had the lyrics written down here. I saw you standing in the headlights, blink, blink, blink. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. obviously we all thought that yeah. was a great It's just line. unique, you know, how yeah. he yeah. does that, the blink, blink, blink. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. yeah. cool, yeah. So, yeah, number 10, Circles. Good stuff. All right. The yeah. trifecta. The trifecta. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, my number 11. Number 11. Getting close yeah. to the end of my album, but not quite there yet. Um, so, I'm going to steal from Charlie for my number 11, and I'm going to make yourself... And I'm going with a song called The Warmth. Yeah. Now, I actually ended up with three songs off of Make Yourself on nice. my perfect album yep. versus four songs from Morning View. So that's why it still just okay, edges yeah. out from yep. my favorite album. Uh, it's almost a dead tie at this point, though. <laughs> um, now, this song was not released as a single, but I always remember this song. It always stood out to me, as it did for Charlie, obviously. Um, the lyrics urge the listener not to get bogged down with trivial matters to enjoy the good things in life. And Charlie yep. sang some of the best lyrics there. Um, it's got that mellow verse with a lot of space, and the chorus lifts the song, but purposefully not quite as loud as a typical Incubus song, because I think they wanted the lyrics to really shine through what they were trying to say there. So it has it, the chorus comes up and explodes in a way, but it's not super aggressive mm-hmm. like some of their other songs, in my opinion, to let those lyrics shine through. And you, you sang the, all the words that I picked that out from the do. chorus. Yep. Um, so, yeah, experience the warmth before you grow old. Mm. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Um, so, yeah, my number 11 is the warmth. And by the way, um, I had the warmth earmarked for my number 12 spot for the longest time. Totally and, could have been a closer. Absolutely. And then I found something else, which we'll okay. hear about in a moment oh, to okay. close my album, which may be a surprise. But... Charlie, over to you. All right. So I am, for my track 11, my only track off Light Grenades, which, again, I'm Mm. surprised at because I do do enjoy Light Grenades. Um, And I think this was a single off Light Grenades, and that's Dig. Yes. Um, Yeah, it is a single. Yep. So I didn't know this, but the band made an unusual choice in letting fans help create the music video for this song. I did not know that. Mm. And they held a contest called I Dig Incubus. (laughs) (laughs) And with the winner possibly having their video used as the official version, which they did. They they narrowed it down to three videos and then they did like a fan... Or no, it was five videos and they did a fan vote of those five videos. And then I guess the fan vote and they, like, they agreed with the fans. So they did the video. But I thought that was kind of cool. Um... He, Brandon said about this um, album that it speaks to the importance of forgive or about the song that it speaks to the importance of forgiveness and compassion. But in talking about the album when it came out, he said, "If you enjoy it, we thank you. Mm-hmm. If not, then my dog is French and he already pooped under your pillow." <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so my track and and again, dig talking about the song itself. Mm-hmm. What probably. Maybe maybe they tried too hard to make it a pop song, but I'm yeah. okay with that. Because, like, I, yeah. I, you know, of course, I like all kinds of style music. Yeah. And I really <laughs> feel like this is a pop song for them, but they do it well. And I, that's why it was on my in my top 12. So. It's a cool song. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a really yeah. good song. So, Bravo, what you got? All right. So, for my number 11 and my number 12, I am taming it down now. So, I'm mm-hmm. going to let them... All my first 10 have all been rock, rock, rock. 
Because that's where I think the band's best. Yep. But for the last two tracks, I figured, you know, there is a couple that really just shine to me. So number 11 comes from A Crow Left of the Murder, and his talk show's on mute. Ah. But we said he was on a plane when a talk show started playing on the TV. He said, I, had to start, I decided to start narrating it for the people, which is a really great game if you're ever bored enough. I realized a time will come when the television will watch us if that hasn't already started happening. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. Mm-hmm. It sounded like some sort of big brother nightmare, so I wrote it all down. Um, the lyric, I, like, I just said the line in here where he goes, you're so much more endearing with the sound turned off, which oh, yeah, I can yeah. just imagine you know, him sitting there with this thing turned down, just yeah. narrating. It's true. I mean, you turn that sound back on and people sound like idiots. Right. So, no, that's where I'm going. Number 11 is going to be talk shows on you. Good song. That's the... Come one, come all into yep. 1984 yeah. song, yep. isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Any song that uh, references a year from the 80s is fine by, fine by me. <laughs> well, no, and he was actually referencing <laughs> yes. the book. He's referencing the book. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Orwell, right? Because yep. of the whole TV watching him. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yep. Exactly, yep. Good stuff. All right. It's time to close our album. Yeah, man. Mm. So my number 12, possibly a surprise here, is coming from the album... That you mentioned earlier that you think is underrated. If not now. If not now, when? And I'm wondering if we're going to have the same closer here. Charlie's got a big old smile. My Incubus album closer is In the Company of Wolves. Now, generally speaking, I still don't know if we have. I still don't know if we have the same song. I'll find, I'll find out in a minute. Uh, now, generally speaking, I think Incubus's last two albums are pretty generic. And most of the songs recycle old ideas and aren't very memorable. I think Bravo I probably agrees with that. However, this song is an absolute triumph. At roughly 7 minutes and 30 seconds long, it makes for an epic closer to my perfect album. Uh, this song, it really takes you on a journey. It, it's very creative. Yeah. And to me, it's the closest the band has come in their career to their own paranoid android, let's say, by Radiohead. Yeah. Or even Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Not that it sounds like either of those songs, but it's just the brilliant songwriting composition that I'm referring to. Um, it has elements of prog rock and metal in this song. Um, now, again, I mentioned earlier, I had the warmth mm-hmm. as my closer locked mm-hmm. in, and then I heard this song, and I was like, Ooh, let's put the warmth at 11 and close with this bad boy. Yeah. Um, and I love these lyrics. Infinity it falls in feathery folds, but she bites like loveless eyes. But with her belly full, she called this rite of passage. It was the longest night of my life. Really cool song. Very, very unique. Um, So yeah, my number 12 is In the Company of Wolves. Charlie, what say you about that? Well, it's funny that you went to If Not Now When for your closing track. But unfortunately, I did not pick In the Company of Wolves. But I actually went with a five-minute, six-second song off that album. Mm. And it's actually the self-titled track. Okay, yeah. If Not Now, When. <laughs> nice. Just a beautiful, beautiful song. Um, I, I love the tempo in the song. Again, his voice is so strong in this, in this song. And my favorite lyrics are, I've waited all my life. If not now, when will I? Stand up and face the bright light. Don't hide your eyes. It's time. It's time. It's time. 
Yeah. And when he sings yeah. the It's Time, it just takes... I mean, his voice just... Oh, it's just... <laughs> and just a very, very appropriate closer for me uh, because I kind of slowed it down a little bit with the mid-tempo of Dig. This kind of ended it nicely. And uh, this was a very, very tough top 12 for me. I, I yeah. really, really had a t- hard time. But this song, just for me, was, again, a very underrated album. And again... Incubus fans out there, I know you're not fans of If Not Now, When, and even their last album, Eight, which you had commented on. Yeah. I like State of the Art. That was my favorite song off that album. But yeah. for this song, If Not Now, When, I closed it out. Great, great song. So, Bravo, what you got? Well, and they're the kind of band where you're going to be able to find some yeah. some standout tracks Absolutely. on any album. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Bravo. Well, for my closer, it's coming from what I consider their best album when they were in their wheelhouse and doing their best work. And to me, it's their best song they've ever written, which is on that album. And I was so confident it was going to be a trifecta. I thought, man, that song is so perfect for a closer. How the hell could it not be? And you almost had it, The Warmth. Uh, uh, the Warmth? Yeah. Off, yeah. off of Make Yourself. Absolutely fantastic track. Yeah. It's epic. It just sounds like it's your closing album. I mean, fantastic. I can't put anything else so in that spot. So we had a spot. trifecta for The Warmth? Yeah. yeah. That's two yeah. yeah. The only thing I found out that you guys didn't mention on yours... I always thought when I put the when I would hear a song, I go, "What the fuck is that sound in the beginning? It sounds like a whale." Yeah, you yeah. Know? It is a whale. It was, <laughs> it was sampled from Doctor Roger S. Payne's "Drifting Off." It was a sleep CD called the second <laughs> the so second cool. whale record. So bizarre. He has a second yeah. whale record. This guy, this Doctor Roger, to help his patients sleep, I guess. So they sampled that and put it in a song. That's so cool. So I wasn't wrong. I always thought, "Is that a whale?" It yeah. is a whale. So wow. <laughs> But yeah, so I wrote the same lyrics down as you did. Not everyone here is so, you know, messed up and cold. But yeah, I thought, what a great way to end an album. Absolutely. The warmth. I wonder if it's a humpback whale. It didn't say. Dr. Payne will know, though, if you ask me. Yeah, well, (laughs) more research to be done here, folks, obviously. But all right, so let's do, we're going to go ahead and do our recaps recaps and our B-sides. Do I start that? Go ahead. Okay. So my perfect Incubus album. Circles. Privilege. Look Alive, Pardon Me, Summer Romance, Anti-Gravity Love Song, <laughs> Warning, Flip That Record Over, Just a Phase, Animal E, <laughs> Mexico, <laughs> Absolution Calling, The Warmth, In the Company of Wolves. And don't laugh because you're going to have to say it again too. I know, that's what I'm practicing <laughs> over here. Now, my B-sides, my first B-side, I am shocked this, this did not make my album. Megalomaniac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my next B-side is off Trust Fall Side B, their most recent Jeez. recording from this year. A beautiful song called Paper Cuts. Mm-hmm. Yes, very nice song. And a big single from them off Make Yourself. My third B-side is Stellar. Okay. Charlie. You were in outer space again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I have Megalomaniac, Circles, Pardon Me, Six Sad Little World, The Warmth, Are You In?, and then we flip it over to side B. Talk shows on mute. Or, I'm sorry, warning. Promises, promises. I miss you. Punch drunk. Dig. And if not now, when? And my B-sides are talk shows on mute. Have you ever? Hmm. And, oh, actu- yeah. and actually state of the art off, uh, off yeah. eight. All right. For mine, I have Megalomaniac. A Certain Shade of Green. Make Yourself. Pardon Me. Six Sad Little World. New Skin. Animali, <laughs> redefine. You will be a hot dancer. Circles, talk shows on mute, and the warmth. My three B sides are dig, 
Agoraphobia. Ooh, see if I can say Ooh. that. Agoraphobia yeah, from a crow left of the murder. An idiot box from science. Nice. Oh, no more science on there for yep. you. All right, boys, Incubus. Man, done. What a mm. great band. Diverse picks. Yeah. Um, speaking of perfect album picks, folks, go on to Facebook, search KCB Music Den, like our page, and comment. Please make your own perfect albums for Incubus or any of our previous podcasts. Yep. Also, follow us on Instagram. Charlie, uh, you want to quickly do the sponsors for me? Sure, yep. Uh, so, our sponsors are RAR Outfitters, R A W R, that's rawoutfitters.com. Uh, check out their new designs that, that they just released last week for all of your holiday shopping needs. And at The Rooster Productions is on Instagram. Uh, Red holding it down for us at Rooster Stone, making lots of great videos. Yeah. And also uh, roosterstone.com, obviously, for some music from the states here in Pennsylvania. Good old rock and roll. So, next week. Or is it going to be next week, though? Oh, yeah, we're going to be on a little holiday break. Thanksgiving Mm. is upon us. (laughs) (laughs) So coming soon, though, folks. In December, I guess it'll be. Mm -hmm. Episode 19. Episode 19. Here it goes. Going back to the 80s, even though I think they technically started in the late 70s. The police. The police. Oh, Oh, yes. My brother Dean is the hugest police fan on this planet, so I really hope he uh, takes the time to check out that and listen to it i'm sure i'll talk about him during that episode as well so uh yeah looking forward to the police absolutely great band from the 80s mm-hmm. uh short-lived career yeah. but you know just less we have to listen to right now no, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding uh, uh, it's busy around the holidays as yes, we it know. Is. sure is so anything else you boys want to add about incubus or the podcast in general no, that was great anything just just thanks holidays? thank you to all of our listeners we are now in We're 30 countries yeah uh, which is crazy um, so yeah, just yeah. Thank you so much for the support and keep on listening. Yeah, with Thanksgiving coming up, that's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing to say. Absolutely, Charlie. very apropos. <laughs> so, Bravo, anything to add? No, I think everything went great, and I appreciate everybody's opinions on this one. It was interesting to hear. Yeah, 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 lots of diverse picks. Good stuff. So, Incubus fans, spread the word, share this. Um, you know, another big thing you guys could do to help us out, you uh, loyal listeners, is if you are connected with us on Facebook when we post. Uh, the new episode, just go ahead and share it on your page. Mm-hmm. Maybe put in a quick comment. Hey, check this out. If you're into music podcasts, uh, maybe some of your friends will catch on. And that's that's how these things grow. And they'll thank you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> was that a Duran Duran cover song? Oh, wait, there was an original on that. You, right. you found it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, it's always fun. And I, I thank you, too, because I, I had this idea earlier this year to start this podcast. And I knew, without hesitation... The two guys I wanted to call to say, hey, you want to do this? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't have been more right to pick you two. So, Charlie, bravo. I thank you for making this dream of mine a reality to have a music podcast. Yeah, We made it to 18 episodes. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Keep on Still rolling. Going. Keep on rolling. Still going. <laughs> so, for Charlie and bravo, as always, my name is Kilo, and this is the KCB Music Den Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you, and we will see you in December for the police. Take care.